I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to preview the Sunday afternoon games today. I believe uh, that this will be our last 6.15 game of the season and thank God for that because it is getting harder and harder at 2 o'clock to wait another two hours. Sorry, I take that back. Next weekend is our last 6.15 game and then we are back to the 2 and 4 o'clock games after that. Thank God because I absolutely hate it. Uh, the way it is. Actually, in fact, we've got a few more weeks up our sleeves because we've got Anzac Day and a few other things. So you won't actually see your first 2 p.m. game until round eight. But we are moving away from the 6.15 games. Thankfully, I don't enjoy them and I'll be happy to see them gone. Uh, I am recording this on Friday afternoon before I go away for the weekend, as I said yesterday. So you will need to keep an eye on team lists, updated sides and whatnot, ins and outs. Do your own research. Keep an eye on the weather as well. Uh, But for me, Storm versus Dogs at 4.05 today and then Eels taking on the Dragons at 6.15. Very, very excited about both of these games. Um, I've got a clear winner in the Storm v. Dogs, which I'm sure most of you do. And then Eels versus Dragons, I've got this um, a lot closer than what the money sort of says for me. So... Storm taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. For me, I've got Melbourne winning this one. It is at home uh, off the back of a pretty tough loss last week to the Parramatta Eels. Uh, Extra time, back-to-back weeks. I think Melbourne, they will be desperate to have a game against Canterbury, to be honest with you. And I know that sort of sounds harsh, but I think Canterbury have been really good. I don't think they're at the level of the Melbourne Storm, which isn't a huge insult to them. Um, I see the Melbourne Storm going 13-plus here. And look, Canterbury have been good to start the season. Defensively, they've been great. What I would argue, though, and this is unproven, this is just my opinion heading into this game, we're going to know a lot more about Canterbury at the end of this game. So don't get too offended, Canterbury fans. You have started the season well. You look good. Your defense has been great. But what I would argue is that Canterbury, they're conceding on average 11 points per game, which is sensational. They've played Manly, they've played Brisbane, and they've played the Cowboys, yeah? Brisbane going like a busted, Manly not playing great. Cowboys going really well, but they played them in round one. I would also argue 
that the Cowboys and the Manly game was in torrential rain. It was very poor conditions. Uh, there wasn't much ball movement. It was very much so played through the middle. Canterbury have a good pack and they can hang in there with you. So I think to some extent the conditions have helped the Canterbury Bulldogs so far. This actually happened to them last season as well. They got a heap of rainy games early. They are working on new combinations, which is sort of making it hard uh, to get their attack sorted because they haven't had many opportunities to play in the dry and really throw the ball around. So Canterbury for me, they're going good. Their defense looks good, but I think they have been assisted by wet weather games that they've played in. The other one that worries me is that they are they are missing Jack Hetherington. Now, I think he's going to be a big loss. I really like the look of him to start this season. He looks really strong out on that right edge, missing him. They'll make a couple of changes. You'll see Tavita Pango Jr. and Corey Waddell line up on the edges, which I'm fine with. But Tavita has been playing through the middle, and he has looked good there. I think it just takes away a little bit uh, from his game. Ideally, I think you would rather him in the middle uh, and creating. But it does open a space for a guy like Max King to play a few more minutes, and I think he He's been great as well. Some of his selective offloads have been sensational. The spine for Canterbury's going really good. I've been very impressed with Matt Dufty, Marshall King, Matty Burton. You've now got Wakeham in there who came in last week and did a good job, directed them around well, and I think he will be the seven uh, for quite some time here. But Melbourne, I just think they are looking too good at the moment. Uh, they, they're scoring points left, right, and centre. They've played some pretty handy sides to start this season. South Sydney, uh, Parramatta last week, they were really up for that contest. Back about golden point games. I think that this will be a sort of palate cleanser for the Melbourne Storm. I think that they will be able to beat uh, Canterbury through the middle. I'm expecting big games from the spine. Now, Jerome Hughes, um, I, it wasn't really talked about during the week, but a big moment in that game for me, and we spoke about Ray Stone's first try uh, that he scored where he hit it back into uh, Nelson's head. The set before that, the reason why Parramatta had the ball down there was because Jerome Hughes kicked out on the full. A shocking kick, a poor option at the time, tried to bite off uh, a little bit too much, and I'm sure that would have rattled Hughesy. I think he's going to bounce back with a really good game here. Wasn't really talked about in the media and stuff during the week, but Hughes, I have no doubt whatsoever that he would have taken uh, a lot of responsibility on his shoulders for that loss because of that poor moment. They were in the grind. They were going with Parramatta. They were starting to get the ascendancy. Uh, he let them back into it. Yes, Pappy scored later and, and, and equaled it up and everything, but I think that was a game that Melbourne was start, starting to strangle Parramatta out of it, and that let off that Jerome Hughes provided uh, allowed the Eels to come back and win that game. So I have no doubt whatsoever that Husey, he will be in for a big game. We know that Harry Grant returns. Cam Munster will be there. Brandon Smith's been named on the bench. Whether Brandon Smith plays or not, you guys will know more than me as we get a little bit closer to the game. Uh, but I just think this spine is going to be too good for Canterbury. I think they'll be able to attack some weaknesses in the Canterbury side that I haven't seen yet, but I'm sure that the Melbourne Storm and Craig Bellamy would have identified a few things over the last few weeks. I really did think that Manly could have broken them open last week, but I think the, the conditions sort of held me. Manly back a little bit and assisted Canterbury. So for me, I've got Melbourne winning this one. I've got them winning uh, in a pretty decent fashion. I think we'll start to see the old Melbourne Storm come out in this game, especially down there at Amy Park. Very tough gig. Uh, For me, I have got 
The Melbourne Storm winning 13 plus. They're coming in at a dollar seventy. I've got Ryan Pappenhausen an anytime try score at a dollar seventy two. Uh, he's just been everywhere so far this season. He's in great form, Pappy. And Cameron Munster looking fit as a fiddle at three dollars sixty. I can see him taking on Canterbury. His support play is right up there with the very best of them at the moment as well. So Munster three sixty, Pappy a dollar seventy two, and Storm thirteen plus at a dollar seventy two. Uh, that's my same game multi for this one. That comes in at $7. So Melbourne, I believe it's going to be pretty good weather down there. And if it is, that spells trouble uh, for Canterbury. Just getting the weather report up to have a quick look at. But from what I've gathered, it will be pretty clear down there. Yeah, it looks like... Oh, no. It looks like there could be a little bit of rain on Sunday, actually. So that probably helps Canterbury. But I've still got uh, the Melbourne Storm getting the job down here. I think they will be too good. I think Canterbury will miss Jack Hetherington a lot. Still with new combinations, and they haven't played a heap of games in the dry... I don't think they've been totally tested defensively by a really good attacking side yet that is ready to click, which we know the Melbourne Storm will be. So I'll take Melbourne in that one. The late game, Eels versus Dragons, kicks off at 6.15. Really looking forward to this one. I think the Dragons are at about $3.50 or something, which I personally think is ridiculous. Um, The Eels are conceding on average 24 points per game so far this season. Um, They were good against Melbourne, but still conceded a lot of points and came up with some pretty poor decisions throughout that game. Uh, Conceding 24 points in the first three rounds, very disappointing. They played the Gold Coast Titans, who um, I've seen them score one try in the last 120 minutes of football, and it was a lucky kick that came off the post that was then knocked on. So, I mean, I just think Parramatta, they're a little bit off where they need to be, but I think they will look at this game as a really good opportunity to put a statement out there about their defense. I have no doubt whatsoever that Brad Arthur, he will challenge them in this game to keep the St. George Illawarra Dragons to under X amount of points. I think they'll be very defensive orientated, which they should be. Their attack takes care of itself. Their spine, um, they're just sensational. They they know their game plan. They know what they have to do. They stick to their attacking game plan. They will score points against the St. George Illawarra Dragons. For me, though, it comes down to their defensive attitude. For the Dragons, I really don't think the Dragons have played poorly this year. Um, I look at them and I look at where they are on the ladder and personally, I think they're a better side than where they are at the moment. They've been crippled the last two weeks. Where are they currently? They're currently sitting in 14th place with a record of 2-2. Two and two. Personally, I think they're a better side than that. The last two weeks, they've been crippled uh, by... 10 in the bin calls against Jaden Sewer. They've played with 12, and they've realistically lost both those games in that 10-minute period. They were against the Penrith Panthers, who I thought they were holding their own against the Panthers, who, whilst they're missing players, they've still been the best team in this competition to start the season. Against... The other one was against, of course, the Cronulla Sharks last week, who uh, they were hanging in the battle with them as well. As soon as that Simbin happened, the Sharks really took advantage of it. So for the Dragons, I, I, I think their value is really good. I have got Parramatta winning this one, but I think there's a lot of value in the Dragons, and I think this will be a close game. Uh, my bets here, I've got Parramatta winning this one 1-12 to at $3.10. My anytime try scores, I've got Clint Gutherson. He's pushing up through the middle everywhere. He'll be alert all, all day. Uh, uh, his support play is fantastic. I can see Gutho scoring down that left edge or supporting up through the middle. And then I've got Jack Bird. Now, Jack Bird's at $5.50, so some big value there. But Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From watching Parramatta the first few weeks, having a look at some stats, there is a little weak spot that I can see where they could attack, and it is that spot between Mitch Moses and Isaiah Papali'i. Uh, we spoke about it yesterday in the defensive stats. I'm just going back through my notes to see if I can find it. Between the two of them, uh, they've conceded 30 missed tackles in the first three weeks. So 16 to Mitch Moses, 14 to Isaiah Papali'i. As I always say, that's not an exact science, but that is a lot of missed tackles that have gone through there. We know that Jack Bird, he's one of the best hole runners in rugby league, with Ben Hunt putting him through those gaps with Moses Suley wrapping around the back and Tyrell Sloan as well. There's going to be a lot of eyes everywhere for that Parramatta right edge defense, and I believe you can see Jack Bird slide through there. So I've got Eels winning this one 1-12. to I've got Jack Bird scoring an anytime try at 5.50. And then I've got Clint Gutherson scoring as well at $2. And that comes in at $27.25. Pretty good value there. Jack Bird obviously pretty long. But I think it's a really good matchup for him to be able to score in this one. The guy putting him through the hole will be Benny Hunt. And he is in sensational form at the moment. Really taking control of this side. I think he will take on Moses on a lot of occasions. I think Papa Lee will know that he needs to help Moses out. They probably need to help each other out just quietly. So I can see the Dragons doing well down that left edge, whether it's Hunt, Suley, Cody Ramsey, Jack Bird's the pick of the bunch for me going at Moses. So that's my tip there. So I've got the Eels winning that one 1-12 to and I've got the Melbourne Storm uh, winning this game 13+. plus. Melbourne Storm taking on Canterbury at 4.05. Big test for Canterbury to see where they're really at. This is the first proper premiership threat that they've played. They did play the Cowboys, who were going sensationally, but it was round one. It was in the pissing rain. New combinations for the Cowboys and everything. Then you got Eels taking on the Dragons. Dragons off the back of two pretty disappointing weeks where Sinbins potentially cost them or potentially put them further back than what they needed to be. They'll be very keen to stand up in this game against one of their rivals, the Parramatta Eels. For the Eels, I think it's a big defensive game, and I think they make a statement and they improve. They concede less than their average of 24 points against the St. George Illawarra Dragons.